Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is November weather. Um, Sure, we could be getting a snowstorm and all of that, but if, if you had to pick a day to sum up November... This is probably going to be it. Uh, right around 40 degrees, little light drizzle, a little breeze here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, tomorrow, windy uh, here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. And th- this just popped up, and I'm going to bring this to you. And this is for a large part of the area. A wind advisory in effect from 10 a.m. tomorrow to 6 p.m. Sunday evening. Winds are going to be out of the west at 25 to 30, gusts to 45 miles an hour. This is central, east central, south central, southwest, and west central Minnesota. And this does in, include our friends just over the St. Croix in Wisconsin. So a wind advisory in effect from 10 to 6 on Sunday. And this is eastern South Dakota. And then uh, central and southern Minnesota, including the metro area. Now, officially, it doesn't jump the river into Wisconsin, officially. But uh, you know it's going to be windy along I-94 from Hudson to Menominee and Eau Claire and beyond as well. So, So be aware of that. Very windy day. Maybe the leaves remaining in my yard will move along on their own. We'll keep our fingers crossed on that. Uh, the big moon rocket is on the pad at Kennedy Space Center, and we're going to go there right now. Stephen Clark, spaceflightnow.com, joining us. Artemis 1, back to the pad, and maybe, just maybe, we'll see it fly. Indeed, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yeah, the rocket uh, rolled back out to the launch pad uh, yesterday after uh, – having to go back to the vehicle assembly building to, the, to its hangar, essentially for safekeeping from uh, Hurricane Ian, which hit Florida back in late September. Um, for another run of launch attempts coming up later this month, uh, they're targeting November the 14th. And uh, what's different about this one uh, is these launch attempts coming up in mid-November will all be at night. So NASA had, uh, had some daytime launch opportunities in uh, 
August and September and had to scrub the launch because of a hydrogen leak. They think they have that leak repaired, although they won't really know until they try to fuel the rocket on uh, the night of the 13th. And again, these will be night launches for this giant moon rocket. And NASA does have a preference to launch in daylight, they've said, but uh, they want to launch it as soon as it's ready. And they're going to make a run for it November the 14th. Yeah, so there have been a number of problems. We've talked about uh, the caused overruns of the delays in this program, but a vital test for NASA in the future of this SLS system and Artemis 1 would be an uncrewed launch and it would send a capsule all the way to the moon, orbit the moon, etc. This is a very important dry run for this system. And and we've been waiting for a long time and there are a couple of things associated with that and it all goes back to those solid rocket boosters, those two rockets on the outside of the taller rocket uh, very similar to the technology used on the space shuttle. And those have a shelf life, and we've gone beyond that. Exactly. A lot of this rocket's design is is derived from the space shuttle, as you mentioned. And the two uh, white cylinders on each side of the rocket, those are packed with solid propellant. And uh, those were actually uh, stacked on the launch platform beginning at the end of 2020. And they were only certified for a 12-month um lifetime once they're stacked because there are concerns about a couple of concerns one of them is there's concern that that solid propellant uh that's kind of like the consistency of a pencil eraser with its epoxy uh uh, adhesive that kind of makes those grains bond together there's a concern that that propellant can actually slump from gravity when it's in a vertical orientation and also the joints between each of the individual segments uh are something that nasa engineers are watching as well to make sure those still have structural integrity and uh, so they've done analysis uh, of the data from they can take measurements of the condition of the repellent. And originally it was only 12 months certification, but now they've extended that up to about uh, two years or so. And th- based on the current analysis, you know, they go back and sharpen their pencils and take, take measurements of the condition of those boosters. And right now they're confident that they're certified and will be safe to use through mid-December. But again, that goes back to, I mentioned NASA's eager to get this mission off the ground. That's one of the deadlines they're facing is coming up in a number of weeks, potentially uh, a month and a half, maybe those boosters may run out of certification life. There's always a chance they could go back and extend it uh, if the boosters are in good condition, but you know, they prefer to launch in daylight. If they weren't against a clock, they may wait. They might consider waiting till the next daylight launch opportunity, which uh, is later, late, late November, but they want to get, the rocket off the ground as soon as possible because that's one thing that they're facing. They're facing this deadline. And also, again, you mentioned this this rocket uh, in the future will be used to carry astronauts, and uh, the human return to the moon that NASA wants to do is kind of getting delayed almost day for day uh, with this launch delay of this uncrewed test flight as well. Yeah, so a lot on the line for NASA, a lot of reputations on the line. If it does indeed fly in this window in November, and that that has to do with the Earth and the Moon and, and getting the rocket to the Moon. There is a finite uh, launch window, and another one would open uh, in, in December as well. want to bring up SpaceX, Elon Musk, in the headlines for his purchase of Twitter. We're not going to get into that. But uh, Falcon Heavy, uh, the, the most powerful operating rocket in the world at the moment, launched again, and all went well. 
Exactly. Yeah, the, the, we've talked a lot on the show about the uh, Starship, which is SpaceX's new giant next-generation rocket, and also the space launch system. The Falcon Heavy, though, is still has the mantle, still has the record for the most powerful operational active rocket. And uh, it's basically three SpaceX Falcon 9s bolted together to triple the thrust of that rocket at liftoff. And we saw the Falcon Heavy fly uh, last week, in fact, uh, with a U.S. Space Force payload from Kennedy Space Center. And that was the first Falcon Heavy launch in more than three years. Uh, Some of your listeners may recall a few years ago, the uh, Falcon Heavy's first flight actually launched with one of Elon Musk's Teslas into uh, orbit around the sun. That was quite quite a launch to cover, um, and it's flown a couple of times since then, but there was a long gap because some of the payloads that are assigned to the Falcon having have run into delays. It uh, wasn't really a rocket problem. It was just finding satellites that were ready to, to use it, and uh, the Space Force uh, had some payloads ready uh, for launch last week, and the Falcon Heavy is back in business, and in fact, uh, there's another Falcon Heavy launch scheduled at the first week of January right now, so I may not have to wait that long for another go at that. Yeah, it is uh, quite a show. And then Starship uh, under development down in Boca Chica, Texas at uh, SpaceX base there. Uh, th- there is talk that may fly before the end of the year on its first ever orbital flight. Yeah, yeah, I believe SpaceX has the, the Starship fully stacked right now uh, on the pad down in Texas. And, uh, yeah, that is a 400-foot-tall rocket. Uh, we've seen some delays with that, both from uh, delays in getting um, the FAA to give uh, environmental approval to launch the rocket. And then uh, that finally came through in the summer. Uh, but there have been some other technical-related issues uh, getting the rocket ready over the last few months. But they're, they're, they seem to be in the home stretch of uh, getting the Starship ready to launch. And that will far exceed the Falcon Heavy in terms of its power and even will exceed the space launch system in terms of its power. And What's different about the Starship is it's fully reusable, whereas the space launch system is fully disposable. It will be thrown away the entire rocket with each mission, and the Falcon Heavy and the Falcon 9 are partially reusable. Starship is designed to have the full rocket, both the booster and the upper stage, uh, come back to Earth and be reused in the end. Yeah, and these are going to be big, big milestones, and they could all happen in a short period of time. You you talked about Falcon Heavy flying again, all went well on a top-secret mission, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, for the Space Force. But it'd be quite a show to see Artemis 1 fly, and then also at some point before, before the end of the year, Starship fly from Texas. Now, you, you're based at Kennedy Space Center. Do you have plans to try to get down to Texas to see that thing? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, no doubt. Yeah. I've been down there a yeah. couple of times to see it on the pad uh, during some testing. but And I saw one of the Starship uh, low-altitude test flights a couple of years ago down in Texas. And But to see the full rocket launch is going to be an amazing sight, and it's going to make headlines, I'm quite sure. And just imagine a 40-story tall skyscraper uh, launching into space yeah. from the Texas coast, and I think you're going to have thousands of people, uh, space enthusiasts uh, and media and others, try to go down and watch that. Yeah, and uh, for for folks who are near downtown Minneapolis, not quite as tall as the IDS Center, uh, not not quite as tall as the tallest buildings downtown, but uh, some of those other ones that are close, uh, imagine that lifting off uh, loaded with fuel. So, and that that's what we're going to see at some yeah. point 
uh, potentially in Florida and then ultimately down in Texas. Uh, Stephen Clark joining us, spaceflightnow.com, on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Uh, and one of the things that continues to quietly happen, final thought here for you, is this, this Falcon 9 workhorse and crewed missions. Uh, it, it's not routine. I, I know we've talked about that before. It's still very dangerous business. But uh, the Falcon 9 and the Dragon capsule have become very reliable workhorses. It, it is really extraordinary. Say what you want about Elon Musk, and he has his critics, but uh, what they have done at SpaceX is is extraordinary, Stephen. It, it really is, and it, you know, and yeah. Say what you want about Elon, but he had the vision uh, for a a rocket that was going to be a workhorse, and uh, and he hired a very very talented team of people to to build that rocket. And the Falcon Nine has just this year has flown fifty times, and. You know, if you look at takeoffs from your local airport or something, that may not seem like a lot, but for an American rocket, for an American space launcher uh, going into this year, the record was somewhere around 20 per year for an individual rocket design. And the Falcon 9 has just blown that out of the water this year uh, with with uh, 50 launches and maybe about a dozen scheduled before the end of the year. So they're launching about once every five, six days uh, from one of their launch pads carrying crew to the space station, carrying supplies to the space station, launching military satellites, launching the Starlink network, which is now in use around the country and around the world, even in Ukraine. Um, the Ukrainian military is relying on that network. And it's become a workhorse. And the the uh, the applications and effects of all of these successful launches are really, are really affecting a lot of people, they use GPS navigation in their phones or connect to the Internet uh, around the world without even maybe realizing that the, the Falcon 9 rocket helped make that happen. Yeah, incredible stuff. Well, Stephen, I enjoy your work, and uh, you're in a great spot, Kennedy Space Center, uh, spaceflightnow.com, and hopefully we can visit again soon. Thanks for having me. Stephen Clark joining us here. News Talk, E3OWCCO. If you are in the East Metro today, there is a great charity event. Uh, the Midwest All-Star Wrestling Group presents Women in Asians Grand Slam for Brett Davis that joins us. Uh, Brett, really cool event today. Tell us all about it. Hey, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, Grand Slam 4, so this is the fourth year uh, that the uh, Minnesota All-Star Wrestling has uh, put this on for Women of Nations. Um, it's a great show. Uh, before the show, um, there's a lot of uh, wrestling legends uh, that'll be there to sign autographs and take pictures with folks, and then the show starts uh, shortly after. A ton of money has been raised for Eagle's Nest Shelter. Thirty-nine grand a year ago, and hopefully you can go beyond that. Uh, once again, meet and greet, 4.30 to 7.30. Uh, the, the the first match at 7 o'clock tonight. And 100% of the proceeds uh, benefit uh, Women of Nations Eagles Nest Shelter. Uh, hard, hard to beat that. That is hard to beat. Um, We're let, grateful let, for it. Yeah, and let's, let's, let's talk about some of the folks that are going to appear and what people will see if they if they come out. Cool people see. Let's see. Uh, 
I don't have a complete list of everyone here. Um, let me. Uh, but so but it is at it is at Tartan High School, right? In Oakdale. Yep, that's correct. Tartan High School. Yeah, doors open at four. Meet and greet four thirty to seven thirty. Uh, Demolition Tito Santana, Teddy Long, Molly Holly uh, will be there. Um, it is the that's biggest right. fundraiser ever for Women of Nations. Uh, Brett, uh, how, how did uh, Midwest All-Star Wrestling get involved uh, w- with this organization? Uh, uh, four years ago, uh, Minnesota All-Star Wrestling was looking for uh, a charity uh, to to do something for it, and they came across Women of Nations, um, and they liked um, how we did things and how we partnered with them that year. Uh, so they just kind of continued to, to do it for the next four. Well, that that is outstanding. How many wrestlers are part of Minnesota All-Star Wrestling? How many shows do you put on a year? Uh, let's see. There are about 30 wrestlers, I believe, and uh, they put on uh, around the same number of shows every year, uh, sometimes more. Oh, wow. All right. Well, well Brett, uh, good luck with the event. Are, are tickets still available if people want to come out? Yes, uh, there will be uh, bleacher seats available for folks. Uh, floors and VIP seats are all sold out. Um, but if they want those bleacher seats, those are $12 a, a ticket. And, yeah, they can come and see the show. Um, and usually after a while, uh, there's room for some standing room, too, so you can get a little bit closer to the ring if you're into that. Um, It'll be a good show. All right, outstanding. Well, Brett, uh, thanks for the time today. Once again, Tartan High School in Oakdale. Meet and greet, 4.30 to 7.30. Uh, the first match tonight, once again, 100% of the proceeds benefit the Women in Nations Eagles Nest Shelter. Uh, really a cool fundraiser for a wonderful cause. Minnesota All-Star Wrestling out there in Oakdale today. Quick break, huge college football game underway today. Uh, number three, Georgia, number one, Tennessee in Athens, GA. Georgia big, 14-3 in the first quarter. It has been all Bulldogs in that one. Meanwhile, in Lincoln, it is the final. Minnesota came back, beat Nebraska 20-13. Gophers were down 10-0 after one, 10-0 at the half. Tied up in the third, and then outscore them 10-3 in the fourth. Minnesota uh, beats Nebraska 20-13 today in Lincoln. Minnesota now bowl eligible, 6-3 and three overall, and 3-3 three and three in the Big Ten with some big games coming up. Iowa looms, Wisconsin looms before the end of the month. We'll talk more about that coming up. We'll get started on college football final a little bit later on. Speaking of football, the Vikings are on the road. They will be at Washington to play the Commanders. And Andrew Kramer covers the purple for the Star Tribune. And he'll join us from D.C. here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast oh six and one vikings tomorrow take on the washington commanders in dc land over maryland to be exact and the vikes are favored by three that's for the game open uh, the over-under down a bit from 44 to open at 43-and-a-half. The Vikings, once again, 6-1. and one. The Commanders, 4-and-4. Four and, four. and pleased to be joined by Andrew Kramer, who covers the Vikes, for the Star Tribune. And, of course, uh, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Andrew, good to visit with you. Good to be on, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. And uh, th- there's been some talk on social media that this is a trap game. And I, I was on for Henry Lake last night, and I said, I don't buy that. The Commanders aren't a terrible football team. They're 4-4. Four and four. The Vikings are a fortunate 6-1. and one. I think we would all agree on that. Fortunate to be 6-1, and one, but here we are. But uh, the fact that this game is on the road, um, the, the Vikings should look at this as uh, a tough football game in the NFL, period. That's a good way to look at it. They are talented enough, certainly, to, to win this game. But I think it's going to be one of those where fans are sweating it out like they have every single week. <laughs> I just 
I don't see it kind of blowing open one way or the other. Um, Washington's been sneaky, decent. Obviously, they go into Lambeau and they win. They beat Chicago on that Thursday night stinker, uh, and then they—I think they lost to Detroit earlier in the year. But they've already given the division a run for its money, and now they get a shot at the top dogs in the Vikings. And I think what the Vikings got to worry about is—is is really Washington's defensive front, their defensive line, and that's going to be the matchup to watch. Can this Vikings offensive line, which has been playing pretty well, can they show up against what is probably one of the toughest defensive fronts they're going to face? Every year it seems like Washington spends a first-round pick on its defensive line, and it really shows in the talent. And so when you talk to coaches around the building, that's really what's got them concerned about any kind of potential trap game. Yeah, and it's extraordinary how things change in the NFL. It wasn't that long ago that the NFC East, you could argue, was the worst division in football. Right now you could argue... It's the deepest division in football. That is weird, right? It is weird. Yeah. Everybody thought the NFC West, excuse me, was going to be this juggernaut, and I don't think anybody's above 500 over there. Um, and, yeah, the East, the Cowboys, the undefeated Eagles, and all of a sudden Washington being 500 and, and sneaky decent. Um, and the Giants, obviously, can't forget them starting off 5-1. and one. So uh, it, it is a pretty deep division. And, and you're looking at Washington's maybe the worst team out of it, but they're still pretty good, like I said. And they got a former friend in Taylor Heineke, uh, deep, deep, deep cut for Vikings fans, but they might remember him when he was here in 2015 and 2016. He's going to make his 18th start for Washington on Sunday, and he's been doing pretty well. He's one of those guys that it's hard to pin down. He's, he's uh, kind of mobile. Um, you see him duck the rush and, and uh, lead a game-winning drive against the Colts last week. Um, guys rally around him in Washington. And so I think that's, that's part of what makes Washington uh, one of those teams that seems like a coin flip any week if, if they're going to be in the game. Andrew Kramer covers the Vikes for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. He is in D.C., part of the coverage uh, tomorrow, high noon. Vikings, slight favorites in that one. Uh, field goal at the moment. The game opened at 3. It's, it's held steady there all week. Uh, the Vikings injury report pretty clean going into the game. But a little bit more about the commanders, and this this goes to off-field. Uh, Daniel Snyder in hot water. Uh, many consider uh, one of the worst owners still operating in sports, still part of the league, may not be part of the league uh, for a whole lot longer. And a, a terrible stadium situation as well. This one of the marquee franchises in the NFL. They had the nickname issue, a team without a nickname. Now they're the commanders. You got Snyder. You got a bad stadium situation out in Landover, Maryland. Um, the, 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 there is turmoil behind the scenes in D.C. There really is. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is my first time actually going to FedEx Field, so I keep hearing about how awful it is, and I can't wait to get there and see it for myself. Um, and this, this, you're right, and the reason why they haven't gotten any public funding for a new stadium is because of their owner. It's because of Daniel Snyder. It's because of the hot water he gets into, not only with the NFL's ownership group, but also just locally in D.C. People aren't very fond of him around here in terms of local government, certainly not wanting to shell out a lot of money to uh, help uplift what you rightfully said is a cornerstone franchise in the NFL. Uh, the, the franchise that has first uh, black quarterback win a Super Bowl. Uh, this is a storied franchise that be, should be better than what it is right now and what it has been under Snyder's entire ownership. And that's what they want to see change. And now you've got the actual government investigating financial improprieties 
with Daniel Snyder and how he might be allegedly cooking the books to hide profit sharing from the rest of the owners. That's a quick way to make 31 enemies in the NFL among the other ownership groups. And so I think that is why you see now all of a sudden him starting to get smoked out and why he's reportedly uh, seeking a potential sale of that franchise. Yeah, and the the, the one that you, you can do a lot of things in the NFL, but uh, hiding money from your fellow owners is, is <laughs> yeah. not uh, one of them for sure. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, there is a storyline in this. Kirk Cousins, once upon a time, was in the employ of the Washington football team, and he returns there. Yeah, yeah, and, and Kirk's trying to not make this too big, and we just saw that in terms of revenge game narrative um, uh, in the last game when the Vikings beat the Cardinals. You saw Patrick Peterson, you saw Jordan Hicks, some defenders on the Vikings uh, who used to play for the Cardinals and had very ill will toward them and were very hyped up to beat them. Kirk doesn't want to get that way in Washington, even though there's probably some animosity there with Daniel Snyder not wanting to pay Kirk Cousins uh, like the Vikings did to be their franchise quarterback. And so this time around, Kirk is trying to keep it even keeled because he knows that when he gets too hyped up, and he's talked about this, when he gets too hyped up, he feels like he's not as focused, doesn't really do the attention to detail that he prides himself on. And we see that sometimes with these primetime Monday night performances which creates the narrative about him being a bad, you know, primetime quarterback. Well, the record and the stats show it. And, and he's talked about how I just need to approach this game normally, try not to make too much out of it. Um, he's really trying to not make this a uh, quote-unquote revenge game. And we're going to see how well he's able to do that tomorrow. Vikings all of a sudden in the driver's seat in this division, but the week after a trip to Buffalo. So if the Vikings want to remain firmly in control of the NFC North, uh, a win tomorrow would be big because uh, going into Buffalo and beating uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills there, that that is a tall order. Sorry about that. I'm walking through downtown D.C. Um, no, it is no a tall or- <laughs> It is a downtown. It is a uh, tall order uh, to, to have Buffalo right past them, which means I think that feeds into that trap game narrative, right? The fact that they are you know going into face a lesser foe and you've got this juggernaut right on the other side and and that's that's the tough part right it's going to be a tough turnaround back-to-back road games for them i truly think their medal is going to be tested this month because not only do they have the back-to-back road games here they then host the dallas cowboys right after that um this is probably one of the toughest stretches of their schedule all season and all of that talk about is this six and one vikings team for real are they actually going to be a contender in the nfc they're going to be able to answer it here. If, if they go ahead and put away the commanders like everybody thinks they should, and then they go on the road in Buffalo and even make it a close game and show that they can contend with a, a true superpower, that's going to go a long way toward changing the entire narrative around this team. And, and, that would, and they know it, too. And not that they care a whole lot about what the national talking heads are saying, but um, some players have mentioned that, hey, we deserve to be talked about like some of these other teams, and they have a chance to show it here this month. Well, and you you brought up the Cowboys. That that's always a marquee matchup. The Dallas Cowboys tracked a lot of eyeballs, a lot of attention, and they're playing well this season. And then beyond that, probably the most visible game in the NFL outside of the championship, the conference championships in the Super Bowl are the Thanksgiving Day games, and they're playing in prime time against. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots as well this month. 
So this this is a big test for the Purple and find out where they stand. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I I should have brought up that one, too. Hosting Bill Belichick on Thursday night. Um, Bill Belichick, the guy who drafted Kevin O'Connell in 2008, I believe it would have been in the fifth round when Kevin O'Connell was a backup quarterback. It might have been the third round, even. Um, So Kevin O'Connell's talked, too, about how he shaped some of what he does off of how Bill Belichick coached him in New England. So there's going to be a lot of storylines for that game, certainly. And it's not one that they can overlook, not at all. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, Kirk will have a lot to answer, too, because, once again, that those three Thursday games, particularly the Thursday night games, a lot of eyeballs. I mean, that is that is, uh, that is definitely the ultimate primetime game outside of the playoffs in the Super Bowl in the NFL. Um, I, I mentioned the injury report. We should get back there. Uh, the Vikes go into this game in pretty good shape. They do. They do. They're fortunate that their star pass rusher is Darius Smith, who's tied for the NFL lead with eight and a half sacks after getting three against Kyler Murray. He's healthy. He was banged up, though. You saw him hobbling yeah. through that Cardinals game. Uh, he was able to practice fully all week, which is great news. Just great news for them, because uh, if they can keep some of their star defenders healthy, uh, that's where they could really uh, start to separate themselves and, and get after opponents. Because they've got some depth on offense. They have a lot of weapons, right? But defensively, there's just a few key guys you need to stay healthy. Darius Smith is absolutely one of them. And then another note I should make, Adam Thielen, who got banged up in that game too, he practiced fully and he's going to play on Sunday. So that's more good news for the Vikings. And then finally a thing to watch, and, and this is my final thought, new tight end comes over from the Lions, how uh, T.J. Hawkinson will be integrated into this offense. Yeah, I think he's going to play a bit role on Sunday. Obviously, getting traded midweek, it's going to be tough yep. for him to be an every-down player. But he, once he gets up to speed, this guy was a top-10 pick out of Iowa. Super talented, six foot five, a mismatch in the receiving game uh, Most in terms of where he's going to stand out the most. They haven't had that, the Vikings, for a very long time in terms of just a dynamic receiving threat. They wanted Irv Smith to be that at tight end. He gets injured. He's down now and on injured reserve after uh, spraining his ankle. But TJ is going to make a big impact in this offense eventually. It's just a matter of time. All right. Well, Andrew, uh, enjoy your stay in D.C. And love to hear your thoughts on FedEx Field and Landover, Maryland. Like I say, (laughs) I've heard it's just, you know, uh, the the equivalent of the Oakland Coliseum in uh, MLB right now. That it it is well past its prime. So. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, not, looking, with that. I'm not looking forward to it, but yeah, I keep hearing that. So I'll let you guys know. All right. Andrew Kramer joining us from the Star Tribune. Take care. Thanks a lot. And uh, he's good enough to join us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Blanks favored by three game at high noon. And uh, speaking of sports, uh, get ready for that one with the huddle. Uh, Pete Nigerian. And I'm not sure if it's Adam Carter tomorrow or Dave Schwartz. Uh, between 10 and noon on the huddle, but uh, Pete Najarian front and center on the huddle uh, on Sunday mornings. Here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. All the news at 4. We'll go outdoors with Steve Carney. Firearms deer opener today. First and foremost, I hope everyone had a safe hunt today. And uh, hope uh, folks had some luck out in the field. Once again, uh, Steve Carney will get us up to date on the great outdoors after 4 o'clock today 
here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. And then, huge night in the high school football, round two of the 6A playoffs at the big school. A lot of blowouts there. And then 5A through 9-man section finals. So the state tournament begins next week all over the state. And those are huge games because it's an opportunity to play semifinal games at U.S. Bank Stadium, and we'll get into that with Jim Paulson from the Star Tribune. College football today, uh, game of the day, number one Tennessee at number three Georgia. All Bulldogs 21-6, midway through quarter number two. Uh, They have had a huge advantage in that game. It has been all Georgia today. And then uh, Minnesota on the road struggled early. And rallied to beat Nebraska 20-13 to today. Mo Ibrahim, 32 carries, 128 yards, two touchdowns. Where would they be without Mo? Uh, Tanner Morgan left the game with an injury uh, again. Uh, the Gophers get bowl eligible. They're 6-3, and 3-3 three, three and three in the Big Ten. And the Golden Gophers schedule remaining. Uh, they will host Northwestern. Next Saturday. And the Wildcats gave Ohio State some trouble in Evanston today. They still got beat. But Ohio State was 30-plus point favorites, and I think it was 21-7 to or something like that. So the Wildcats in, then Iowa, Florida, Rosedale. The Gophers close it out at Wisconsin uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So uh, the Gophers, three to go in the regular season. And uh, most importantly today, don't lose to the Huskers and get bowl eligible. Weather-wise, not bad today for November. Uh, we have light drizzle, 40 degrees, northwest winds at 9 miles an hour. Uh, the winds will howl tomorrow. Uh, there is a wind advisory and a red flag warning uh, for dangerous fire conditions, particularly uh, on Sunday afternoon. And we'll have more on that coming up uh, following the news. And uh, once again, Steve Carney will join us. We'll go outdoors following that news and weather. Here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.